I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 20. everybody welcome back to the monster cast the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters i am mike shrews and here with me is my co-host tivis tivis how you doing today dude my cat decided to join us <laughs> i see that there's a big old tail right in the camera <laughs> all right people uh we want to get started here this is um our final episode of season one for the monsters tv show we do have one more episode left um, coming out next week that will end season one of the Monster Cast for you guys. And uh, we have a guest coming on with us then. So uh, check that out for sure. Um, if you want to uh, hit us up, message us or anything like that um, on social media at the Monster Cast um, through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Um, I believe that's all the social media that we have right now. And uh, you can also uh, email us at themonstercast at outlook.com. And um, if you do so, you can uh, ask us a bunch of questions or just tell us your story. As we found out last week, um, we actually had some really good questions to answer. So I hope um, everyone who's listened to last week's episode or the previous episode, however you want to look at it, um, uh you know, uh, answered the questions themselves, even if they didn't share it with us, because there, there were some cool questions to answer and uh, really got us to think about more of the monsters and and the outlook of the family itself. So um, I really enjoyed those questions. What about you, Tibbis? Yeah, they were actually led to a really good discussion and yeah. it was fun, actually, like trying to figure out, you know, casting for oh yeah, <laughs> who would we would like. Yeah, I mean, it was nerve wracking, but fun. Yeah. And, and you want to do the casting, too. It's like I, I thought about it after we did our the episode last week. I was like, man, it's like the monsters. You, you kind of want to do a cast that not necessarily everyone knows the actors, you know, because you don't want them to be like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> so, yeah, you want them to be more obscure actors or character actors, I guess, in a way. But uh, people, ones that people don't necessarily know their names to off right off the bat. So, um, you mean yeah. Daniel Radcliffe has Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> yeah, that's an odd choice. It is. I never, I would never picture of that. But um, yeah, but I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, there was something else I had um, before we started doing anything else. Um, oh, so last week, like I said, we did answer the question. So we ran a little bit longer. Um, so I didn't do a character bios. But because this week we only have one episode that we're talking about, we are going to bust through all the character bios um, that we have left. And then we'll do a little discussion afterwards and hope you guys enjoy this episode um, because I actually, the episode we're about to talk about, 
I actually enjoyed this episode. Um, it, it got me to think a lot about the differences uh, too between the generations right now. Um, uh, so I will start off before you go, and I'm going to do Grandpa's bio, and then we'll do the other. That way, it can break the bios up a little bit throughout the episode. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry I'm talking really fast and a lot. I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything, and I know I'm probably am. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we're doing grandpa monster. We already did Al Lewis. Uh, Tivis did that in the first, uh, several episodes we did the, uh, person. So now we're doing the character. So grandpa monster grandpa, his original name is count Dracula, AKA Sam Dracula was born in Transylvania and counts proud 378 years. He put three children into the world, Lily Lester and an unnamed daughter. In younger years, Grandpa was a successful womanizer. Occasionally, he thinks he is still a lady killer and was married 16 times at the time he is single. At this time, he is single. Uh, To his talents belongs magic, most with unforeseen side effects, as we've seen, and supernatural capabilities. He is able to predict when the telephone rings. His dress reminds you of an outsized penguin. I guess so, yeah, because he's got the tails and stuff. Uh, Grandpa is in, an, is in the habit to sleep on a slab or to hang down from a roof tree. That's it for Grandpa. Awesome. <laughs> um, do we have any other news things that we want to get to before we get into the actual episode itself um i don't remember if we talked about the pg rating last week but that's pretty cool uh we also got uh set photos and like a lot of the rooms i don't recognize but that you know the main room we see all the time the living room that looks amazing i can't wait to see that when it's finally put together yeah the last two weeks has been really (laughs) cool seeing um one we have cassandra peterson's cast into the monsters um which Hey, I willed that into existence, people. Come on. Like with last week's episode, because we recorded it right before that information was given to the public. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the PG rating is awesome because it's I think it's the first time I'll ever see a Rob Zombie PG content ever. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see that. So, yeah. And then um, uh, the set photos. I think you shared those on our Facebook page as well. I um, did, but there's for some reason they won't let me let anyone re-share. share it off of our yeah. page. But yeah. it'll take you to his Instagram post, and you can share his post. That's yeah, fine. yeah. If you just go to Rob Zombie's Instagram or go to ours and you know hit hit the Instagram button there and stuff like that, you'll be able to find those. And the, the set photos look really cool. Um, yeah, they, I can't wait to see. So uh, yeah. the hallway. Yeah, like seeing how many episodes take place in that hallway. I'm I'm very curious if he's doing because everything we've seen so far from it has been in color. I wonder if he's actually shooting it, though, in black and white or if there's going to be a black and white version of it. You know, that's a good question, because I I, I think, you know, um, yeah, I just would love to see the black and white version of the film, too, even if he does the whole thing in color cool but i would also like to see a black and white version as well i'm i'm good with just color 
<laughs> I don't really care. Oh, blasphemy. All right. Well, um, let's dive into this then real quick and uh, get started on the final episode of the season. Episode 38, Tivis. All right. So, yes, Galen, there is a Herman, also known as my friend Herman on the DVDs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Season one, episode 38, aired June 10th, 1965, written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier and Lorm Liebman had a hand in it as well. Directed by Norman Abbott, of course. Who else would direct the finale? Yeah. For guests, we have Brian Nash as Galen Stewart, uh, Eddie's friend. Um, You'll have to excuse me. I did not prepare this in advance, so I'm doing this on the fly. Nothing (laughs) speaks out to me. Uh, We also got Marge Redman as... uh, the mother mrs stewart yep. and she'll be back for a future episode i might add uh okay. same character see. she was in oh uh, no no okay. different character different character uh she was in death of a salesman the tv movie okay uh anyone who was forced to read that in high school i'm sorry uh <laughs> uh she appeared in the cosby show uh she had a, a reoccurring character on uh, Matlock, the TV series. Okay. And, uh, oh, she's also dabbled in voice acting. Okay. Cool. Uh, then we got Walter Brooke as John Stewart, the dad. Uh, let's see. He, oh, he was uh, D.A. Frank Scali- uh, Scanlon on Green Hornet. Uh, Green Hornet, personal favorite of mine. Okay. Um, Blood feud with Seth Rogen over that. One-sided, of course. Uh, <laughs> I have to mention that here. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm not seeing so wait, too much he in, Wait, he was in the the Seth Rogen Green Hornet or like the old serials that you see? He be was out? in the old TV, the 60s TV show. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, he played a number of characters <clears throat> in a show called Insight, which I'm not personally familiar of, but... Yeah, we also got Harvey Corman, I think is how you pronounce that. Yeah, as Doctor Leinbach, and he was previously in Family Portrait as Lenny Bates, and will return again as a third and final character. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, let's see what has he done. Uh, for anyone curious, I'm just scrolling IMDb right now. <laughs> oh, he was in the love boat as a few different characters. Okay. Uh, love boat, another series that I think underrated compared to the others. But you're you're missing the big one that he was in. Oh yeah, Dracula, dead and loving it, missing. <laughs> and Blazing Saddles, of course. Um, of course, Blazing Saddles. Yes. Oh, that that movie is uh, he's, something. He's also done some voice work as well, too, in uh, several video games. But he is also um, in the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command TV show, which Ooh. is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really cool because I like that show. <laughs> uh, he is also uh, in Jingle All the Way, um, an Arnold Schwarzenegger joint uh, as the president. 
I didn't know there was a president in that movie. But he's I mean president of a company? Maybe. Maybe he's the president of the We we just watched that movie for our Christmas yep. episode of the other show we do. So you'd think we would remember this. No, he was there's no a president. They don't unless it's of a company. So yeah. It has to be of a company. It has to be. Um, and then he's also done like voice work for the Flintstones, stuff like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's he's a really good uh his IMDb anyway looks pretty good. So, um, as far as content that he's worked on. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, anything else? No, that's, that was the last guest. Okay. And this is what happens when you got 50 hours work every week <laughs> for three weeks in a row. Ugh. All right. So synopsis, uh, synopsis episode 38. Yes. Galen, there is a Herman. Uh, June 10th, 1965, as Tivis already said, Herman saves the life of a young boy, Galen, by bending the bars. His head is... Oh, wow. I can't read today. Let me restart. Herman saves the life of a young boy, Galen, by bending the bars. His head is stuck between. They become close friends, but Galen's parents think Uncle Herman is a figment of the boy's imagination. And sorry for the stuffy voice today, guys. <laughs> All right. So episode 38, man. Um, I, Where do we want to start? Because I have well, some uh, notes for this one. <laughs> uh, so we open up with Herman walking home from work. Yep. As he does sometimes. He doesn't always take the carpool. We you know, sometimes see him walking. Actually, we see him doing that quite a bit. Yeah. Especially early on. But uh, he stumbles across a hopscotch drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly how to word that. So It was just like made uh, out of chalk or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he, you know, he gleefully does it. And he's so he's he's like real happy. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know. Breaks the mundane everyday stuff. Then a kid's like, hey, you want to help me out here? I got my head stuck in this fence like an idiot. Uh, Why do kids do this? Because I've done it. I got my head stuck in a banister once. Yeah, I was going to say a banister, but never like a fence. A fence. Also, I never got my head stuck in a banister. I I was scared I did, but they managed to get me out. Oh, we are dumb when we're first put on this earth. Uh, <laughs> I did like his. So, yeah, he's he has his head stuck there and Herman comes across him and Herman is like, well, why didn't you just call for help? You know, and I really <laughs> he's like, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> well, no, he doesn't, though. That's the thing is he's not. He's just sitting there. He's just standing there. And his reasoning for it is actually. I feel it because one, he doesn't want a crowd to come and start laughing at him. But the other yeah. one is he doesn't want his parents to call him stupid. And I'm just like, I'm like, dude, like they're saying it in such a lighthearted way, like easy way to say it. But it's so true on so many levels, you know, uh, growing up yeah. as a kid and stuff. It's just like, uh, I don't. We both came from families yeah. who razz. <laughs> the show love so we fully understand yeah 
Yeah, so I I I resonated with that. I, I resonated with a lot of this episode, honestly. <laughs> for, for yeah. A lot of different things. So yeah, there's a there's a lot going on in this. Um, and then uh, so Herman bends the bars open and lets him out, and then just no, lifts, him lifts him up. <laughs> yeah, one handed over the fence. Over the fence. Yeah, and uh, they just become buddy buddies, I guess. Um, yeah, they shake hands, exchange names, and he's like, "Hey, do you come by here often?" He's like, "Yeah." Right. And he's like, "All right, well, bye, Uncle Herman." I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hey, Herman's like, you can call me Uncle Herman. Because <laughs> the guy's name is uh, Galen, but he call, he says, you can call me Gail. Which, okay. So, yeah. Um, and then we go to the Herman's dinner table. This is yeah, not in the after kitchen. The intro. After the intro, uh, we go to their dinner table. Not their kitchen, though, but their actual dining room. Which we rarely see them eat at. Unless they're trying to show like a, a bigger area, I guess. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I still can't figure out if it's the same like table, just a different angle, because it definitely it looks like a different room every time we it, see it. It's a completely different room because the other one, the the other kitchen table or whatever is actually in the kitchen where the stove and stuff yeah. is. So this is like their dining table did get a lot smaller though, since um, Eddie had his little patch of hair growing on him because the, the yeah. table was a lot longer at that point, but same room and everything there. So I think they shortened the table up just to give it more of a roomy space um, for this scene, especially But uh <clears throat> so Everyone's sitting around the table and they're all talking. Herman goes and tries to um, tell about well, his well, day. We, we, we open with Grandpa teaching Eddie how he helped discover America and mentions how he got around a lot. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot that <laughs> then, part. Then we get Herman trying to you know, tell he's tell like, hey, story, well, yeah. here's my day, and everyone keeps interrupting. <laughs> they keep I keep interrupting him, and then when he, they finally and I. I felt this scene so hard too <laughs> as having kids and a wife and all that crap. I'm like, can I please just say one dang word? You yeah, know. And it's like, well, go ahead and tell us. He's like, I don't know if I want to. Yeah. And crap was like, all right, good. I don't want to hear it anyway. And he's yeah. like, oh yeah. And I'm going to tell you. <laughs> the funny thing is like, I've, I felt Herman all throughout this whole scene right here. It's like, <laughs> Well, I, when they finally are like, well, just tell us. I'm like, I don't want to freaking tell you, man. Like, what are you talking? No, you don't deserve my story today now. <laughs> and that will go on until my wife yells at me <laughs> and just tells me, freaking tell me, because if you don't, I'm going to be more pissed off. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Herman in, uh, uh, finally gets his story out. And when he does it, they still don't give a shit. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Yeah, uh, totally. You saved a kid. OK, <laughs> it's like they just don't believe him or don't give yeah, a crap. Lily actually yells at him saying he doesn't need to make up fantasies to make his life seem important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it came off awkward to me because I was like, wait, where is this? Where is this coming from? Yeah, um, he's been credited in the paper for doing countless things and stopping the terrifying monster that is actually him. Right. 
and and they uh they just ignore him and she's like she's like you're just a normal man <laughs> like deal with it you have nothing with a normal job with a normal job there's nothing special about you and <laughs> i was like damn like now you really feel that they're married <laughs> but uh yeah so they're going you just don't have to make up these stories and then we get the nice jump cut over to galen talking to his parents about the same yeah. thing and they say the same exact thing back to him right at the oh, same yeah. time which i i thought that was a cool little nice edit cut on here you don't see many mm-hmm. of those in the monsters so far so i i know yeah and his parent he's like explaining to his parents and they're like would you they like send him to his room yeah they ground him he's like why does he keep making up these lies and the mom specifically asks you know where does he keep getting these ideas for these terrifying creatures and the dad goes well he's probably spending too much time around your family <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like oh damn that was, that was a low blow <laughs> <laughs> so uh oh what was my i had did i have a note for this scene here let me double check that um no i don't not before here we get yet. to the bizarre thing grandpa's doing yeah i uh, go on oh okay i thought you hit something <laughs> uh, right. no 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 uh so grandpa's showing eddie the his special power for the his home movie projector which is just a squirrel that runs in a wheel. <laughs> yeah. Well, is this when Galen's already there or no? No, this was before. Okay. Okay. He's like, you know, I've been filming th- uh, 300 years before the camera was even invented. And Eddie's like, boy, that sounds like that was hard. And Grandpa like turns to him and he's like, it was. Okay. So he did <laughs> say something like that. I was curious because I had in my notes when we start watching what he has. I was like, did Grandpa time travel? Like, can he? Is that another one of his powers? No, I I love the look on Al's face though when he's giving this line because it's just like, it was hard. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> and so, uh, Marilyn asks, you know, where's Herman? And Lee's uh, like, oh, he's been put in charge of the complaint department, so he's probably straighting out a customer. Yeah. So like, you know, all right, we know we we pretty much know what the parlor is at this point, but it turns out. Uh, Herman's. Oh, no, never mind. That's later on. I was going to say he was waiting around for hours, but that's later. Yeah, uh, no, this he's is... on his way home and Galen <clears throat> jumps out from behind a, a <clears throat> post office bo- drop off box and scares him. And Herman's like. Uh, he like nearly he's like I'll jump out of my skin if you do that again. And with this weather, it'll be cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um they do the whole thing like you know he he uh, he invites Galen back to his house. Yeah, and this is where I'm like, this is totally something well, from the fifties. <laughs> yeah, but before they head out, he has to do the hopscotch again. Yeah. Yeah, he does the hopscotch one more time. Then he grabs Galen's hand. They walk back to his house. And I'm just thinking yeah, just to myself. Yeah, he's just a child. I'm just thinking to myself. I'm like, uh, 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 as the episode progresses, too, I'm just like, no way the storyline works in today's culture. Because nope. p- parents would be complaining 
that you're making it okay for kids to go with strangers to their houses. <laughs> like, and I mean, well, I, it's, it's warranted too. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, there's actually a line later on that we'll get to. That okay. I'm glad happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Galen arrives at the house and he's like, Oh, you know, he's impressed by everything, which why wouldn't he be? This house is freaking awesome. Um, then he's like, Oh, uh, they meet Marilyn, and she said, where's the family? And she goes, oh, they're down in the dungeon. So he goes and pries open the door, and Galen's even more excited, because who doesn't love a secret room? Yeah. And the kid's, what, nine years old? They say Something later. He's around there. Eddie's age, whatever. So it's like... The kids are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's still a dream of mine to have a secret room, so I don't... Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's stupid, but I feel personally attacked here. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Marilyn goes down first and he introduces uh, Herman and friend and Lily's, you know. Uh, I hope he didn't stuff his shirt again from work. <laughs> or no, something about I hope he didn't bring a stuffed shirt from work. Which I'm like, what is the shirt stuffed with? <laughs> Uh, but it, a, a, that, a carcass, that line concerned dude. me <laughs> a human remains uh yeah so then he gets uh galen down in there and they all meet him no one yeah. apologizes to herman nothing no they're just like oh you were telling the truth okay yeah and uh <laughs> herman aggressively snatches some chips too yeah. maybe out of because because no one apologized to him and he's upset he's just like screw you guys i was right you're wrong yeah um so and caitlin sits between eddie and herman when they're sitting yeah. around the projector screen yeah and he's like he doesn't offer the chips to anyone else he's like hey galen want some chips <laughs> Not only that, it, it was awkward too because it's like you have Eddie there, another child, and we don't see the two kids in their act like with no, each they, other. They like say hello to each other and that's yeah. it. Um, but then we start the movie and uh, our grandpa's home movie. Apparently, grandpa was at Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> well, first we see uh, I, I didn't get the name of it, did you? Where he uh performed magic and brought the house down every night, and it's just I, this building I collapsing. I don't recall what he what he called what city it was supposed to be at, but yeah, I, I caught that. But I, um, the ones that stuck out were like Pompeii. Um, then the, was Pompeii where he was having a backyard barbecue. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there's some footage of King Arthur who was mad at the Saxons for stealing hubcaps yep. off of his chariot. And these were parts where I was just like, wait, grandpa had to be a time traveler because he's not that old, right? Like, yeah, um, <laughs> we get Burke and Hare who were uh, digging up an old friend of Herman's yeah, um, and a shot of the old home. And uh, of the final one was a uh, Lily's music teacher who uh, vanishes and I was like, oh, where'd he go? He's like, oh, he's just taken five. Yeah. And all of this footage is stuff from uh the universal films collection yeah uh you know like the bride of frankenstein frankenstein meets the wolfman and tower of london uh -huh. were a few of the uh you know footage used yeah so you know it's that that's real neat that they use that 
Well, I mean, that was the whole point of them making this show was because yeah. they had the Universal monsters. Why not? You you own the stuff. You might as well use it. You know. Yeah. And, and then you got you know theater style footage that you get to toss in the movie. This or show I was mean. the original Dark Universe. Yes. There you go. Yeah, I'll agree with that. For those that. who don't know, that is a two-time failed uni- uh, a shared universe movie franchise <laughs> that ha- has not taken off at all. <laughs> well, maybe Rob Zombie's going to bring it back with the Monsters. That's what they should just call it. It's the Monsters universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Galen goes home to tell his parents about the entire family yep. and the dad loses it they go they they okay they overreact to their kids even if it's just his imagination running wild they overreact yeah oh yeah because this is like the mid 60s right 65 i i still feel like they should have been well i guess they're they're probably from the 50s the parents so they're probably still stuck in their ways they didn't know how to properly nurture children back then no (laughs) Some of us still don't. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the way he goes, he's like grounds him. He's like, go to your room. He's like, what if I get hungry? He's like, well, then Uncle Herman can come and feed you. <laughs> like, good Lord, you're going to starve your child? Yeah. And then um, as as he Galen goes upstairs, that's when they basically talk about how, oh, we might as well. Get him seen by a shrink, basically. Mm. Like instant, like it's a, you know, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, what was that one? Drop Dead Fred. You know, oh, using yeah, their yeah, imagination. Yeah. Hey, you're going to see a shrink now because you have an imaginary friend, type thing. Uh, except for his isn't imaginary; it's real, as far yeah. as we know. Uh, and. Maybe the monsters is all an imagination. It's all a dream for somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Bob Mosher's going to wake up and it was just a dream. (laughs) That sounds like a nightmare for the rest of us. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So after he goes to his room, uh, the mom asks the dad, she's like, did you used to make stuff, stuff like this when you were a kid? And he's like, no. We just talked about Indians scalping and cannibals. You know, normal, perfectly normal stuff. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they borderline it on the... Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So then we go back to the monster's house after they talk about getting him a shrink. And uh, Spot is missing. Uh, oh, no. First, Lily is walking around with a... a box full of trash that she's filling the trash cans with <laughs> this is the first time we've seen her do this act <laughs> um, we've seen her put dust everywhere and stuff like that we've never seen her put actual trash in the trash cans so are they trying to yeah. say that trash being trashy is a uh, uh, a scary thing I guess is that what they're I mean, you should definitely say? clean your house. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I get the, the dust and the cobwebs because they're dead and they want to feel that way. But what about the garbage? The garbage doesn't make that make sense for them, I guess. I, yeah, well, when I th- clutter is just it. bad universally. Yeah. Well, she's I not cluttering know. it. Uh, you can't see it, but... Yeah. <laughs> 
boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're they're looking for Spot. They can't find Spot. He yeah, got out well, of the backyard. And not only that, but Lily regales us with yet another tale of Spot's day out, where this time, or last time, this time, last time, he got. Uh, he ate the tops off telephone poles. It seems like every time he gets out, we have a new adventure of spot that he eats. We just never actually get the same. Okay. Here's a question I have that I thought of last night. Do you think in the movie we actually see spot? I hope so. I hope so. Um, I hope that they do it very mysteriously too mm-hmm. like like we get like in this we only get like a head or a shadow and stuff like that in this first season anyways we've only had yeah. a head and a shadow and i think maybe a tail we saw once <clears throat> do it like that maybe. i don't want to see the full spot you know i don't want to see a full-on dragon because you're talking for the rob zombie one um for yes. people who don't didn't get that uh but yeah like i would love to see something that's just you know kept a little you know secretive with it but we we know it's there we know spots there but also we don't know when this movie takes place if it's before or after eddie's born because we haven't cast an eddie yet that we know or of maryland or maryland um maryland's an easy one they could just say maryland hasn't moved in with them yet honestly yeah. but eddie it's like has eddie just not been born then is this pre, you know, is this a prequel to the TV show? That's a good question. Ooh, I didn't think about that. I never thought about that. I actually. didn't think about that either. Let us know if you think the movie is a prequel to the TV show. That would be awesome, actually. I could see him doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And then because the- we know we do have some shots of the old country. He was filming over there, but we don't know what you know, or why to yeah. what degree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dang. All right. I just blew my own mind. (laughs) Okay. Man, I can't wait for the first trailer of this. (laughs) All right. So back to the episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. So Herman comes in looking all sad after Eddie's, you know, where's dad? You know, he needs to help me. Mm -hmm. He's like, Eddie goes, have you seen Spot? He's like, no, I haven't seen Gail either. (laughs) He's like, yeah. I was waiting for him. It's three days I haven't seen him. He's like, I and, waited an extra 20 or 30 minutes today. Yeah. And I was so just like, ah, he's it's neglecting no. his own child yeah. at this point yeah. for a stranger kid. He's like, it's no and point. I haven't seen him in three days. Lily makes a comment that I am so glad is in this episode. She goes, uh, he can't save kids every day. And that uh and Herman goes, Oh, my life is just so dull. <laughs> and Lily's like, well, maybe he's at home playing with someone more his own age level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lily, we're all thinking it. Uh, <laughs> I will be, I will say though, when I was a kid, I did some stupid stuff and I used to hang out with an older guy, like an uh, older guy, like he was pushing 70, well, 80. So, yeah, I, I mean, uh, there not were 150, older. though. He wasn't yeah. pushing 150. <laughs> there were uh, adults that didn't have kids in, you know, the neighborhood that my dad's in. But yeah, it was a small, like I said, it 
I don't even think it had enough people to qualify as a town. It was a village and they personally knew everyone. So yeah, this, that, that's not the way it was when in, in where, where, where I grew up. So no, it was, no, a, no. It was a city, a city. and uh, you shouldn't have done that. Just... I should not have done that I, as an adult. I'm like, okay, I get it. But yeah. as a kid, I was like, whatever, this is cool. He's a cool guy that, you know, I got like yeah. cool stories out of it, which I kind of think it would have been interesting for them to do with Herman here is give him mm-hmm. some of those like old story stuff, you know, yeah. to, to the kid to make him interested and in stuff. Again, it sounds so wrong. <laughs> I keep saying it, but yeah, it's just, well, yeah, as you know, I lived with my mom in that same city you did. Yeah. And she would have never allowed that. Oh, my, my parents never knew. I don't think. Oh, she, my mom might know now when she listens to this. <laughs> Good. But the house was only like three, three or four blocks away from where I lived. So it was mm-hmm. like I went out for the day and then, you know, I went over there and hung out sometimes. And, you know, nothing bad happened to me. Thank goodness. But. You know, I, yeah. I was lucky. Not every kid is lucky that does stupid shit like that. So, yeah. Um, Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just looking for my place. In the, so Herman's like finally agrees to help his kid yeah. look for their pet. Yeah. And he starts by just standing up and yelling for him in the house, which they already know he's not at. Mm-hmm. And then whistling like a foghorn well, blowing out the nearby window. He <laughs> did it. I thought he was yelling out the window. I thought that's that was the point of that. Scene. He may have been, but the windows closed. Was it, though? Because the curtains went through the window when he whistles. He blows the window. The glass breaks. Well, yeah, so he doesn't need to worry about opening the window. And now Grandpa has his nice breeze that he always wants. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback to several Uh, episodes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now we get thrown back to to Galen, and uh, he's having his session with the psychiatrist, who is noticeably doing a bad German accent. (laughs) Uh, He he tells Gail, he's like, hey, you got a fantastic memory. Mm. No. Why don't you go run along to your room and avoid the windows? Which I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's an appropriate joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't catch that, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, he then tells the parents. Uh, this is a- after he sticks his hand in a potted plant. Yeah, I might add on their coffee table. Uh, he's like. He's just got an overactive imagination now. And I, yeah, he does. He, he I'm curious. I, I have it verbatim here because okay. this was such a good conversation. Okay. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm just curious if they made to were out to play him at, to make fun of psychiatrists <laughs> or if he was just supposed to be a dumbass psychiatrist because he does not um, take any any hints proper like any of the proper well, signs i guess c- considering how there's still a massive stigma around them even today i would say making fun of them probably spot on is there a stigma today which, though still because yes, lots of people is, see them which honest anyone listening if you have any issues and need someone to talk to go do it it is important kanye we're talking to you <laughs> yeah. 
people who haven't got to his level yet. It's like, don't worry about what anyone <laughs> else thinks. It'll help you. And that is the most important thing. Take care of yourself. Yeah. But so I'm going to read Here, there's this our now. PSA for this, uh, this show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the monsters have uh, messages in some episodes we can do. Uh, <laughs> so this is the doctor speaking. Yeah. I'm not going to do the accent. Uh, oh, damn. I was hoping for the accent. <laughs> I think the boy has obsessive juvenile fantasies coupled with an overstimulated psyche. In other words, he's creating a fantasy world of his own. See, of course, in reality, we know that there is no nine foot giant, which I'm going to stop here and say <laughs> calling Herman a giant is a bit of a stretch for nine feet. There is no haunted house. There is no dungeon. The mom, you know, chimes in. You mean he made it all up? That's what you're grounding him for. You. <laughs> yeah. You see, the little kid looks at nothing and sees something. Looking at nothing and seeing something. Oh, 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 that's bad. Of course, looking at something and seeing nothing. That ain't so good either. I think he's making a blind joke here. <laughs> so now the dad chimes in. He's like, well, what should we do, Dr. Linebeck? Well, the first thing you've got to do is get him a doctor. <laughs> The dad's, you know, I don't have a verbatim from here on, but the dad's like, that's why we called you. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's see if I know anyone. Oh, wait, I'm a doctor. Red flag. Red flag. Does this he's guy like, have actual am, credentials? Wait, wait, what am I talking about? I am a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. this guy away from your child. He doesn't know who he is. <laughs> this is like the worst, like, psychologist ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. that i've ever seen in any show or movie or anything it's like i eh, know it's supposed to be funny and stuff like that but still it's it's like, it's the worst guy i've ever seen like that man uh well we're about what 30 years out from uh oh crap i can't remember the name to complete my joke uh -oh. the radio psychologist guy what's the tv show Spin off of Cheers. Oh, I have no idea. I Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so regardless, uh, let's move forward. So then um, he's like, well, we're just going to go. Oh, Frazier. You're talking about Frazier. Frazier. Thank you. I, I was thinking like spin off of Cheers. I forgot that he was part of Cheers before Frazier. I watched all of Frazier, not Cheers. Same here. <laughs> um. So yeah. then we go and he's like, oh, I'm, we're going to, you know, have him show me his freaking family. Yeah. The best way to uncle. snap him out of a fantasy is to introduce <clears throat> him to reality. Yeah. It's it's like uh, and we see this a lot in movies and stuff, too, that deal with like these psycho things um, mm -hmm. where it's like they realize they go somewhere and they realize, oh, this it was never here or something like that. And that's what he's basically trying to get them to do. Um, a lot yeah. of the times they're horror movies and people have just moved the stuff already and they're actually not insane, but still. <laughs> um, so the, the, the doctors calls down, uh, J, uh, wow. Gaden. Galen. Galen. What is that? 
I'm thinking of Gale, and then um, yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> so uh, he calls uh, him down. The mom calls him down, one, guys, and uh, he's trying to button his jacket, and he misses like three buttons. In the yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> Another red flag. Uh, this guy is just <laughs> nope. I, I'd rather have my kid hanging out with Herman than this guy by himself. Like, why are these parents not going with him? <laughs> I thought they would. Right. Uh, so then uh, we go after that. We go back to the house and Spot is going crazy in his little den area under the stairs. Yeah, they got him back yep. and he's not happy to be back. And Herman's telling him just shut up. Just shut up, Spot. Like, yeah, just, just quiet down. Quiet. He, <laughs> like, he slams the door shut on him, which there was a noticeable delay. I think yeah. there might have been a, a cue missed or something because he, he pulls the lever and the door just doesn't go down and then all of a sudden it, like after like it seemed like a good 30 seconds it finally closes. Well, I think it goes down once you pull it back and you push it back forward is supposed to be their gag and maybe i think he pulled it back let him blow the fire a few more times and then push it down maybe i'm not sure exactly maybe so so um, you know eddie's like thank you for helping me you know actually do your job as a parent uh, <laughs> and herman's like you need to chain him up better and we definitely have to break his habit of going down to the junkyard and asking for scraps so Apparently, the people at the junkyard are friends with Spot and are feeding him. <laughs> Makes sense. He can get rid of the trash they don't need. Yeah, they pretty once they found out, uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, so then um, they go down, or uh, Galen and the doctor arrive well, no, at no, thirteen thirteen. Herman and um, Eddie end up deciding to go down and continue watching more of Grandpa's videos. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's important. Or not videos films movies old home movies because they weren't called videos <laughs> um and then we get galen and uh doctor whatever cuckoo uh shows up <laughs> and, and, at, at the, i don't even know if i'm pronouncing that right at the door and he's like oh yeah see uh see you That's see an old house. mansion you see a spooky house and and your mind uh, creates these things like he tries these to go dungeons all psycho. and dragons yeah he tries to just psychoanalyze everything from here on out now and it's funny to see him like do certain ones that he does and uh they knock on the door he's like oh, oh okay see Which, no one I, Oh, cool. I, I thought the line of Dungeons and Dragons was funny because this is yeah. almost a whole decade from before that was created. <laughs> um, so then uh, yeah. Marilyn answers the door. Yeah, after a long pause, because she's, yeah. you know, everyone's not around the door. So she's clearly up in her room like, I guess I'll get it again. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> like, the doctor's. No one's here. We can go. Which is realistic, dude. Like, I hate it when you, they you go into a movie or show or something, you knock on the door and they answer instantly. Like, yeah, are you just, just waiting by the door? It's it's not like the clearly, Adams family where like Lurch is like right there usually. Yeah, he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> I, I've watched that show. I can tell you, he's got nothing else to do. Yeah, he tried to learn to dance once. It didn't go well. Um, uh, yeah. So she's clearly not in the living room. Mm -hmm. you know that's a nice realistic touch as you were saying and so she does answer and he's like wait someone like you lives here yeah 
And then and she's um, like, oh, yeah, we've lived here for a long time. And she's hey, Galen, how you doing? <laughs> and then he's like, hey, uh, he wants to meet, you know, Uncle Herman, Lily, and all, everybody, basically. Uh, like, oh, so right, she, come on in. <laughs> she goes to find them and uh, he's like, hey, do you want to like, see Spot? <laughs> and, and he opens up Spot's uh, little stairway thing. Yeah, Spot's still pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clearly. And the guy, the doctor is just trying to analyze what he saw. <laughs> rationalize. Yeah, rationalize it. He's like, it's it, it was a gas pipe. <laughs> it's like, well, wait, what 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 gas what? pipe has eyes and teeth? But <laughs> yeah. if there's a gas leak, there's a good chance you could hallucinate. That's uh that's yeah. a that's a real danger. That's a terror of mine. I have a I have a CO2 uh alarm <laughs> but you know uh then lily comes in with a pitchfork and i'm just why why do you have this well she says that she was doing something with uh olives not, not till later though <laughs> yeah no it's in this scene it's in the scene well i know but when she first oh, walks yeah, yeah, up yeah. she just has it and i'm like why do you have this so the the Clearly doesn't help the doctor much seeing this spooky lady with a devil pitchfork. Yeah. And she she does mention, you know, oh, I was getting olives out of the jar. And he mutters to himself, I hate to see the martini. <laughs> yeah. She then takes him over to grandpa, who is having his siesta in the living room and just hanging there. And she's like, oh, I'll wake him up. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. He's terrified because when he sees grandpa, he's like, no, 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 just don't, just don't, don't do it, do that. Um, and then <laughs> she goes to get fetch Herman and Eddie. Yeah. From the dungeon. And, and he's like, wake you, wake up, wake up. He's like, oh, I got it. I, I never woke up this morning. That's, that's it. He's like, yeah. maybe I'll just pinch him. Like talking about grandpa. I'm like, no, no, no. You're supposed to pinch yourself, dumbass. If you think you're dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> what he, he does he pitches grandpa and grandpa lets out a squeak like a bat yeah. <laughs> and the doctor's like what the fuck he's so he's so freaked out <laughs> and then uh we get um eddie and uh herman come up and that's emerging from the mist yeah and then that's when uh he finally meets the nine foot tall green giant with a flat head and bolts coming out of his neck and and his hands are sewn on um he is terrified also hairy but not mentioned here yeah he is terrified he's talking to himself or the wall not really sure if <laughs> what yeah. he, he's the crazy one um and he's like eh, okay all i gotta do is run through the giant straight through just to prove that he's not there <laughs> <laughs> so he turns doesn't around go well. and he runs right into Herman and bounces right back into the wall. <laughs> uh, and, and then Herman picks up on the, the German accent and he's like, oh, did you know Dr. Frankenstein? He's the man who made me who I am today. Yeah. Which, Which we have confirmation. Dr. Frankenstein exists and made Herman and uh, presumably Charlie. Yes. So, with the help of Grandpa. Maybe, yeah. Oh, maybe Igor. Or Grandpa was just in the room. Well, maybe he was Igor there. the That's bat. Maybe Igor the bat wasn't always a bat, and it was actually Igor from Doctor well, Frankenstein's funny lab. Funny enough, we'll get into that in one of the future movies. Will we? Ooh, oh yeah. Okay. 
Uh, but yeah, finally, I believe we will at least. Finally, there they have proof of you know Frankenstein and all that stuff. So that's kind of cool to do. To I, see, uh, that's so that was a nice, nice little tidbit for this season finale. Oh yeah, especially uh, with all the, the questions <laughs> and stuff we all all had. Well, we had <laughs> going through this first mm-hmm. season for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> so. The doctor's having a total breakdown at this point. And Gillian's like, you know, I think he's had enough excitement. I'm going to go ahead and take him home. Yeah. He looks like he's going to get car sick in the house. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Okay. Uh, So then we go back to Galen's house. Uh, It's telling his parents all about it. And they're like, oh, you know, we believe you. Yeah. His dad. Why don't you head on to bed? His dad finally turns around and like, yeah, we believe you, son. Like. You you keep you know, and this is like a complete like you know one eighty for the dad. I was like, damn, yeah. Um, and, and it is a really good message too at the end when he yeah. tells his wife, uh, you know, because the mom's real. It's like, why did you say that? And he goes, look, kids need to hold on to their imagination as long as they can because yeah. the world <clears throat> sucks, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's definitely uh, something a lot of parents um forget uh even mm-hmm. today even in 2022 we're gonna date the show right now <laughs> of course we're dating it we when have Rob multiple Zombie. times already <laughs> but yeah it, i mean even nowadays like parents still you know they they don't let their kids use their imagination nearly as mm-hmm. much and, and when you don't you deprive your kids of a lot of different things so I, at least yeah. i feel and that way sometimes you can cultivate them and they'll become you know, the next uh, Steven Spielberg or George Lucas or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, a, an author, a comic artist. You never know. The creativity could lead to a lifelong and, finding and what only, they want to do and happy about well, it, not unlike only, the rest of us. Not only just in the arts, but, you know, being creative and imaginative can also create technology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So innovative. It, yeah. And, you know, you might have the next Einstein. I don't know about that. <laughs> Are you... Okay. No, uh, I don't know about that. No, I'm not trying to put his accent on either. I'm just saying it like that <laughs> to sound weird. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about Galen. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a lot of like nine-year-olds inventing some crazy shit. Yeah, dude. but we don't it's need awesome. any more A-bomb type things. We don't need anything. Well, better no, than don't do A-bomb. that. Don't, <laughs> if you got someone wanting to build the next super weapon, you should probably stomp that out of them. Just no, squash <laughs> that, that dream immediately. Stomp it out of them. I want the lasers on my shocks. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need any Doctor Evils. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, and then they get the uh, the doctor sends his bill, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I've never known a doctor to write in crayon." And the dad's like, "What? What? <laughs> yeah, and that's how the episode ends." So I'm assuming, I'm assuming, uh, you know, the doctor's just gone crazy, <laughs> or um, he was always crazy, and yeah. they hired a complete fraud. Yeah, we just didn't know. Um, yeah, so, there's the subtext here implies that he's fucking scamming them. Yeah, I am. All right. So and then we end there. That's it. We end on the dad yeah. just being like, wait, what? <laughs> um, What did you think about them ending on not the monsters for the season finale? 
Uh, I thought it was appropriate for appropriate. the story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with it. Okay. I thought it was odd, but we already know there was a second season coming, but I wonder if they knew there was a second season then as well coming. Uh, you know, I don't even know if they did press releases for this stuff. Probably not. So who knows? But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some after the the only after uh, talk uh, trivia I got here is about the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on an editorial in a uh, 1997 edition of the New York Sun, which included a famous reply. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Uh Francis Church wrote it in reply to this little girl's question on the existence of Santa Claus. And this response has been part of a uh, holiday lore ever since. Okay. So it's, a, it's a, I, I, I have, I don't know it verbatim, but I have heard of it. Uh, and it's, you know, it, it's something that they bring back up uh, when the discussion of, you know, should we continue <clears throat> the whole Santa Claus thing? <laughs> It's so it's a, if you're curious, I would look it up. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's all I got. Okay. Uh awesome then. Um so that ends the season of yeah. how'd uh, you feel about the episode since we forgot <laughs> last week to do this? Yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed the episode. Um like oh, I said, there's so much fun. There was a lot into it, and uh you know, I, I just it's it's hard to explain i guess but i felt a lot of these different like the 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 plot points and stuff that they were putting in there and all that crap i i understood a lot of that because i had either gone through it or i know people that do the stupid shit of like demonizing their kids uh for their imaginations and stuff like that or just not trusting their kids too that's another thing is they show there's mistrust within kids because they're just kids. You know, people just don't listen. <laughs> so, or, yeah. you know, hey, why don't you as the parent go and be like, hey, let me see whose house you're actually going to. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so because as we've seen, I think it was uh, the first episode, the very first episode of uh, the season, the masquerade. There was the guy who dressed up just like Herman. Yep. Maybe it was maybe it's some freak person dressing up like, you know, Herman to uh take advantage of your kid, you know? Why don't you go and actually do something as a parent instead of just yelling at your kid? <laughs> um but yeah, I, there was a lot of uh good stuff in this episode and I really enjoyed it, especially as a season finale. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Pretty cool. And we finally got Yeah, this was a really good end to the first season. Yeah. Uh we got some some of our questions got answered. Yeah. Uh I don't know if that was the intention, but it's really nice of them to do that. Mm-hmm. Like there even though this was there seems to be loose uh continuity in this show that actually feels like they are keeping track of the lore. Yeah. And that is refreshing for a show from way back, you know, when People are like, ah, it's just going to get erased anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's yeah, I loved the 
just sitting around watching some old home movies, getting a look into their past, just seeing them being who they are as a family. Yeah. It was a really nice end, uh, you know, end point. It was cool too to finally see like more um, extra footage or B roll uh, for the mm-hmm. show, anyways, even though it's from a movie for the show from the movies that we've you know grown to know a lot of these different characters from so that's pretty cool um but yeah i uh as far as the episodes is just great uh closure i guess uh especially from like you said a lot of the questions we had uh were finally answered by the end of this season so that's nice so i can't wait till uh next season man yeah, I'm, uh, we got a a few, uh, a, at least one special in between then and now. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be looking at the pilot next week, so we'll. It'll be strange because Yvonne and uh, Butch won't be there, but <coughs> Beverly will be back. Yeah, and so it'll be nice to see her again. Yeah. Uh, do you have any episodes that still stick out in your mind? Um. Well, there's a lot of them. Uh, do I remember the names of every single individual one? Probably not. <laughs> or any <laughs> but, specific scenes like, or even like guest characters? Uh, well, I do like um, seeing the creature from the, the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Uh, was it Lester? I didn't like seeing him because <laughs> it just brings up so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe Rob Zombie will clear some of those up. <laughs> no wonder there's no Eddie. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I just like a lot of the stuff where we get more backstory for the characters overall in this in this season. I just like the backstory of everything. As far as the storylines themselves go. There are a few good ones here and there. I am really glad that they got away from the uh the the thing where they were always taking Marilyn and making it like a love interest thing gone wrong storyline. Yeah. I'm glad that they got away from that cuz we were doing that way too much with um uh is it Pat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even even um Beverly had a few like that as well. Did she? Yeah. Uh, mostly guys running for their lives upon seeing the family members, wait, wait. but it's still. Beverly is the new one, right? No, no. Pat's the new. Pat's the new. Okay, Pat so, Priest. so it's Beverly who I'm thinking of. I'm, I apologize, everyone. Yeah, Beverly um, Owen was the original yeah. Marilyn. So Beverly had the most of them. Pat had a couple, like maybe one or two, if that. But Beverly I think Pat had, might have had some of the worst ones with, you know, yeah. the creepy guy wanting to kiss her or the one who wanted to kill her, <laughs> like marry her yeah. and kill her. Right. Is that for what her fortune? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even theirs. Yeah. <laughs> so it was interesting to um, just have the whole show. man. I don't, you know what are some of the ones that stick out to you i guess because i don't have Um, any specific ones family portrait of course still sticks out because that was just a great send-off for beverly Mm -hmm. and also you know we watched it in color and that was a complete 
mind trip. Different uh, experience. A de- a definitely a different experience for the monsters. For this version yeah. of the monsters. And it's uh, some of the other ones, you know, where they go up uh, on retreat to that deserted mining town. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, yeah, Herman's um, Happy Valley. I really yes. enjoyed that. And uh, the other one was um, when they went camping and Grandpa got stuck as a wolf. That one was uh, fun, too. Yeah. Grandpa's Call of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, uh, I really enjoyed some of those ones. Uh, a uh, lot another of- one that I really loved was uh, Don't Bank on Herman when they get trapped in the vault. That yeah. was a pure like That one made me laugh so much. Uh, this is so much good from this first season and I can't wait to see what the second season has for us. Oh yeah. And, and next season too, we'll be going through some of the movies that came out as well. Um, two, two movies, I believe there were that came out around that time, either right after or during, I know one was during this season. Uh, I believe they were both after. Were they? Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll, I should have pulled we'll up the schedule when I started talking earlier. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, we'll put them well, in order for sure for everybody that uh, is listening. Um, so our plan as of right now, and if it changes, we'll announce it. Uh-huh. But we're going to do the pilot, and then we're going to check out the, uh, was it 2011 and 2012 Mockingbird Lane pilot? Are we doing that right now? After, bef- uh, between the well, seasons? that's on the schedule. We can move it around if you okay. want. Okay. <laughs> well let's talk about that off air <laughs> um, okay so, so we're doing the pilot for sure yeah so next week we're doing the pilot to close out like i said at the beginning of the show um to close out the monster cast and uh we have a guest coming on uh a buddy of ours austin Mosier. um no mm-hmm. relation to bob Mosier. i asked <laughs> but no relation you to can him. never be too sure um but uh yeah so uh that should be fun he really enjoys the monsters so i'm interested to Uh hear uh what he has to say about the show um and the characters and of course like what he wants to uh say about the episode we're going to talk about the pilot you know um and then be interested to hear his thoughts on the the first season yeah, the whole first season, and I I might pick his brain about the Rob Zombie film coming out. So, oh, of uh, course, hopefully he's not too much of a Rob Zombie hater. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I know there's lots of people out there that are. I know I'm I'm I like Rob Zombie's music and his movies, so I have I have a different take on everything. So. I like to think of myself as more of a skeptic. <laughs> okay, we can go with skeptic. Um, but yeah, I uh. I'm looking forward to doing the finale with uh, with you guys and uh, can't wait to watch the pilot because I actually have not watched it yet. I'm not sure if you have or not, but I have no. not. Okay, cool. Uh, as soon as we wrap this up, actually, you might notice my DVD is missing. It's because it's downstairs. I'm going <laughs> to watch it because my wife is uh, out and it won't bug her. Nice. You should get her to watch it. <laughs> oh, that'll be like pulling teeth. <laughs> You need to get her to watch the other ones that we're going to do. Um, you might get her to watch 1313, though. Mockingbird Lane movie. Uh, Maybe. movie. It's that- after 2000, and that's generally <laughs> what she likes. Nice. Um, so 
Uh, I'm going to do real quick the bio for Eddie Munster and Marilyn Munster. I'll just do them back to back, knock them out, and then we can finish up here with everything else. So um, Eddie Munster, played by Butch Patrick, as Tivis has given us a little bio on in the past. Um, Eddie Munster, the Eddie, or sorry, Edward Eddie Wolfgang Munster is the beginning of his life, is at the beginning of his life, sorry. At the age of 10, oh, go on. His name is Eddie Edward. No, no, no. Edward is his name, but they call him Eddie. Oh, okay. okay yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't use the quotations for the Eddie. Sorry. <laughs> Here, I'll start again for the video people. Edward Eddie Wolfgang Munster is at the beginning of his life. At the age of 10, he has a lot to catch up on of experiences of life. Of a lot to catch up on of experience of life. Okay. Uh, his relationship with a werewolf is immense. So it was inevitable that his puppet, Wolf Wolf, also belongs to his this species. Sorry. His special shaped ears anticipated this of Mr. Spock, but it is for certain that Eddie isn't a product of a Vulcaneer. Okay. Did I write this? <laughs> I was just going to ask that. <laughs> uh, also, little Eddie is fitted out with specific talents. He doesn't have any difficulty to open a tin with his ears, and he prefers to sleep in a casket. Eddie Munster visits the fifth grade of the Mockingbird Heights Elementary School. He is fond of playing with his classmates so far as he can catch one. What? So far as he can catch one. Okay. Like maybe uh, tag. For a performance test, he wrote for the song My Parent and Average American Family. My parents, sorry, an average American family. I'm going I'm assuming that's in the second season because I don't remember that in this season. No. Okay. Uh and then Marilyn Munster, played by both Pat Priest and uh uh sorry. Beverly Owen. Beverly Owen. <laughs> Pat Priest just rolls off your tongue like Pat Priest. It's like a comic book name. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marilyn Munster is considered to be the ugly duck in the family, at least for the Munsters. She is around 23 years old and for the rest of the world, beautiful and sexy. She is the daughter of Lily Munster's unnamed sister and distinguishes herself for cooking, chatting, and laughing. This is that word again that we had a few weeks ago. Sigh, S-I-E, is an involuntary single. Maybe it's supposed to say she. She is an involuntary single lady because, oddly enough, all her admirers never again turn up after a visit to her family. What confirms the speculation of the remaining monsters, monster that Marilyn is too ugly. What? Okay, I'm sorry. Reading other people's things is hard. What confirms the speculation? Here, what confirms the speculation of the other monsters is that Marilyn is too ugly in, in regards to holding down a man. Her irre irrevocable goal is to find a man, any man. And that is not how women should live, ladies. Please don't do that. No. <laughs> don't do that. No. Find yourself an ugly man. He'll appreciate you more. <laughs> Work for my wife. <laughs> oh, geez. 
we're off the rails. Might as well get it out now. <laughs> All right, man. So, do you have anything else for this episode? Like, of uh, not not what we watched, but for like the whole season as a finale of sorts. Yeah, just this has been a tremendous fun. Um, uh, one thing I didn't I neglected to name earlier is uh, Paul Lind. Uh, his three episodes uh, fantastic and like it's no wonder this show captivated people almost immediately like uh, I'm curious going into season two why it didn't get more other than we know for a fact that there were people at the uh, studio who hated it mm. um, which may have played a part which I will never understand if you have something that's, you know, getting eyes on your stuff, you know, that's ad revenue. That's all kind of, like, why are you actively trying to kill it just because you don't enjoy it? I will never understand those type of executives. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, I, mean, I, don't, just, I don't even know how to put it into words like this has been a blast. As regard in regards to what you said about like the canceling and stuff, it's like you, you think about it, and um, I uh, shit, sorry, <clears throat> like there's a lot of shows then that were have become very big nowadays. Like, look at Trek, Star Trek, sorry, <clears throat> three seasons, it was canceled around the same time that this was canceled, actually. So, uh, it, oh, no, season no, one it, started the the when the show ended pretty much or the year after yeah it was around when batman started i know that <laughs> batman was out when this was out 66 wasn't it yeah mm. oh not the so, stuff we watched so at least. so the original star trek series was 66 to i want to say 69 ish but it, I mean, it still got canceled short and it was a very beloved show, too. Um, so the monsters, you know, maybe they just didn't uh, do it. So, yeah, it's. it's but they did get movies. They did get movies. They did. They so did. And we will go into those. Um, so but that's a bonus. I am truly shocked this show did not continue because mm-hmm. it is family like just wholesome family entertainment pure and simple like i don't think you could find it in a more raw form than this show yeah i don't know yeah i um there's not much i can say about the season that we haven't really discussed episode by episode did you have any Mm -hmm. other questions or anything like that man no no (laughs) I, I was looking up questions last night, like questions to ask yourself after you finish a show. And I just couldn't find any good ones. And, and not what only did the, that show mean to you? Right. What did that show mean? Or, you know, was it worth the time? It meant a damn good time. That's what I meant. Right. So one of the questions was, was it worth your time? And I 100% yeah. say yes. Uh, we've been watching since October 2021 so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's when we started. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, well, we've started 
in September, but they didn't oh, release yeah. until October. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we've been watching since September <clears throat> all the way through March now. And uh, I do not feel like I've wasted any of my time watching these episodes at all. Um, and I wanted to do another pitch of the DVD set <laughs> for people that can see on the video. Anyways, uh, the monsters DVD box set. There is the very specific one that comes with, um, the colored episode of family portrait. And it also comes with the full length movies, monster go home and the monsters revenge. So if you have not and the yet, pilot. yeah, if you have not yet picked this up and say, you're like watching the episodes on, what is it? I think, uh, Hulu or and uh, might I Peacock. think Peacock has the original show. Yeah, um, but they only have the show there. They don't have the bonus uh, pilot episode yeah. or the colored Since episode. To be, it's hard to yeah. find a lot of the stuff. So they don't they don't have the bonus stuff that this does. And I think this was, I think when we got it, it was like ten bucks. Yeah, it was a crazy sale. Now it's still it's still only like nineteen dollars. Yeah, we bought it in twenty twenty, so. so this is how yeah. long we've been in talking about this show. Yeah, so uh, we we got it then, but it's still you can pick it up at Walmart for nineteen bucks. I think you can get it on Amazon for nineteen bucks. Again, not making any money off of you buying it. I don't give a crap. Uh, I just recommend that anyone who loves this show and is watching this show or even listening to us and wants to see these images for themselves who've never even watched the monsters and just like listening to people talk i think you should still pick up the 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 box set because it's a pretty good box set for everything from the 60s monsters at least um uh, minus a few like documentaries and stuff like that that you can find on youtube unfortunately they don't have uh actual releases for some of those things so yeah um so as far as that goes, I just want to remind everyone that they can find us on all the socials at the Monstercast, and they can email us at themonstercast at outlook.com. Uh, I also want to thank again, Chelsea from last week um, for your questions. They were great. If you got any more cool, cool or interesting questions like that, please email us along with anybody else out there. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. You got anything left, man? Anything left in the tank? <laughs> Uh, I am looking forward to checking this pilot out today. Okay. Thank you again. And, uh, definitely come back next week when we talk about the unaired pilot, even if you haven't watched it, I'm sure we'll be able to explain a lot of it. There's probably going to be some good information in that episode too, about some of the characters and, and how we feel about the different changes and stuff like that. So uh, with that said, guys, thank you. And uh, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Mockingbird Lane. Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. You can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter? size of your heart and the strength of your character.